Hello, and welcome to today's show, Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess, international leadership expert and trusted advisor. Welcome to Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. I am so delighted that you joined me today. I want to give a big thank you to those of you who are listening, and here's a great big shout out to all of you listening around the world. I'm delighted and so grateful that you tuned in. I sure hope you're enjoying a fabulous day today and that you're having a fantastic week. Because you know what? In the grand song of the universe, life is very, very short. It's short sweet, and very precious. So, I hope you're making a difference in your own life. Because when you do, you also make a difference in somebody else's life. Now, a lot of folks want to make their life count for something. And they ask me, Dr. Gloria, how do you do that? Well, it's very simple. Very simple. Here's how I do it. I make my life count as a daughter, as a wife, mom, sister, and in my professional life as a leadership expert, as a speaker, coach, professor, as a mentor. I make my life count by being on purpose, by living, learning, and serving every single day, 365, 24-7. See? pretty simple, right? You can do it too. You can make your life count day by day, step by step, moment by moment, every single day. 365, 24-7. That's what Legacy Living Make Your Life Count is all about. You can learn more about Legacy Living Make Your Life Count by visiting the Gloria Burgess website. That's right, the Gloria Burgess website. Or you can visit me on Facebook.com at Dr. Gloria Burgess, Ph.D. Okay? All right. Well, today I have a very special show for you. Today's podcast is all about serving. Specifically, I will focus on celebrating on lifting up service. Because you know what? Everybody can serve. Now, if you are a regular listener to this podcast, you know that serving and being of service is one of the great ideas we talk about here. Not just once in a while, but every single podcast. That's really what Legacy Living is really all about, right? It's making a difference in your own life and making your life count, in other words, serving others, (laughs) making your life count for others. Legacy living is all about living, loving, and serving every single day. You've heard me say it before. We do it 365, 24-7. And you know what? That's exactly how Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. lived his life. Living, loving, and serving. Now, Dr. King served 365, 24-7. How did he do that? Even while he was asleep? 
Listen up. Today, I want to shine the light on serving. Shine the light on serving by looking through the lens of what Dr. King calls the drum major instinct. I love that. The drum major instinct. Before we dive into the podcast, I want to take a moment to welcome you. If you're just joining us, I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, and this is Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. I'd like to extend a special welcome to those of you who are joining my podcast, or if you're joining Talk Network Radio for the very first time. I'm so excited to have you listening in today, and I'm deeply honored that you've allowed me to be part of your day, so you can be inspired by ideas and resources to make your life count. You are in for a very special treat. As I mentioned earlier, today's episode is all about serving. You don't want to miss a single word of this podcast. So grab your earbuds or find yourself a comfortable chair. Grab yourself a nice, cool glass of water or a cup of tea or coffee. We are going to have a great time. Now, again, we're going to shine the light on serving, of being of service by looking through the lens of what Dr. King calls the drum major instinct. In fact, Dr. King delivered a sermon called the drum major instinct. Now, some of you may know that he delivered this important sermon towards the very end of his life. And this sermon is all about That's right, you guessed it, it's all about serving. Now, what does serving and being a drum major have in common? That's a great question, isn't it? Well, let's look at what it means and what it takes to be a drum major. Have any of you ever seen a a marching band? Well, one of the two leaders of the marching band is the drum major. If you've ever seen a a pipe band, or a drum and bugle corps. The leader of these groups is also called a drum major. Now, I want you to picture this. The drum major is usually positioned at the very head, at the very front of the marching band, or at the front or the head of the drum and bugle corps. Now, maybe some of you have been part of a marching band or a pipe band, or perhaps you've been a musician as a member of a drum and bugle corps. I certainly have. I remember when I was in my high school marching band, I played the saxophone. And I also remember we had these wonderful uniforms. Our school colors were green and gold. And our uniforms were this beautiful dark green with gold corded trim on the shoulders. We had wonderful white helmets that we wore that sat up on top of our head, very high, right? So you felt very tall and regal. And on top of that helmet was a beautiful feather in green and gold. And on the bottom of our uniform, we wore white spats on top of our black shoes. And to top it off, We wore those shimmery gold overlays, kind of like a long vest that we wore outside of our jacket. 
we looked sharp. I'm going to say snazzy. (laughs) We looked so, so wonderful. We thought we looked actually fantastic. And you know what? We did. Now, the drum major. The drum major always looked very snazzy, too. In fact, the drum major's outfit was even snazzier than the band members, right? It was the same green and gold, but the gold-corded trim was much more ornate and thicker, right? It had more ribbon, a bigger braid in the cord, and more cords actually draped down over the shoulders. I remember that the drum major also had a a shorter jacket than we wore as members of the marching band. The drum major's jacket was white so that we could easily see him or her, right? And instead of black shoes, the drum major wore black boots. Yeah, that's right, black boots. Boots that were knee-high and very, very impressive looking. Now, the drum major also carried a baton, the kind of baton that you see gymnasts use, the kind that you whirl around, right? And the drum major wore a whistle around the neck. Now, why the baton and the whistle? Well, the drum major was the person who provided the commands to the band. The drum major was also the person responsible for leading the band while we were marching. The drum major set the rhythm, the tempo for our march, right? and the tempo for the music we played. The drum major would use the whistle to signal the tempo. I remember, tweet, 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 (laughs) right? And he or she held the baton way up high, right? Pumping, pumping his or her arm to amplify the tweeting, to amplify that whistle. The drum major of that marching band was a servant leader of the entire ensemble, the entire, I don't know, we had multiple, multiple ranks of marchers, of musicians in our marching band. So all that ornate clothing and the baton held high and the whistle tweets, all of that served a purpose, a very specific purpose. The drum major served so that all could see, so that all were touched, so that all were moved, quite literally, in the same direction. So, Dr. King's sermon about the drum major instinct is all about serving, just like that drum major of the marching band. Dr. King's sermon is all about being of service, all about being a servant leader. As I listened to Dr. King deliver that sermon, there were so many, many lessons in it that I wanted to share with you. Then I realized I could probably do a whole year's worth of episodes, a whole year's worth of podcasts on that one sermon alone. Imagine that, right? But I knew I needed to focus on just one thing for this podcast. And again, that is serving. In his sermon, Dr. King talks about the drum major instinct. And he says that, you know what? We all have it. 
right? We don't need those fancy green uniforms. We don't need that gold overlay or that white hat with the green and gold feathers or the baton. We all have it, whoever we are, wherever we are. This instinct shows up in our desire to be recognized, our desire to have someone call our name, so to speak. This is our desire for importance or significance. In scripture, in the Gospel of Matthew, the disciples James and John make a specific request of the Master. Like many Hebrews before them, James and John dreamed of a coming king of Israel. This coming king would set Jerusalem free. This coming king would establish his kingdom on Mount Zion. This coming king would rule in righteousness. Indeed, this king would rule the world. James and John actually thought of Jesus as this kind of king. And James and John said to Jesus, Now when you establish your kingdom, let one of us sit on the right hand and the other on the left hand of your throne. We are told that the other disciples were upset. They became angry with James and John. Now, why did the disciples get mad? Because just like James and John, they also wanted to be up close and personal with King Jesus. Like James and John, they also wanted to sit at the right and left hand. Like James and John, they wanted to have a seat right next to the throne of the king. Can I just tell you something? All of us are like those disciples. We all want attention. We all want to be first. We all want to be the favorite. That desire for attention, that desire to be first, that desire to be important, to be recognized, that desire to lead the parade, that desire is what Dr. King refers to as the drum major instinct. In his sermon, Dr. King also cautions us. That's right. He warns us. He cautions us. He actually beckons us to harness this instinct. He pleads with us to harness, to put the halt on this instinct. Why? Because if we don't harness the instinct to be noticed, to be recognized, to get attention, to feel important, if you don't harness this instinct, it is very easy to fall into the trap of pushing others down in order to lift ourselves up or to fall into the trap of feeling important because you belong, right, to this exclusive club or, or that exclusive club, 
or that exclusive church or go to that exclusive school or you belong to that exclusive golf club or women's group or men's group or neighborhood or the kind of car you drive or you wear that particular brand of clothing or shoes, right? You could only carry that particular kind of briefcase or have that particular kind of computer or whatever. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? I mean, the list goes on and on and on, doesn't it? In this sermon, Dr. King reminds us that we all, we all have a common father. That all women are sisters and all men are brothers because we all have a common father. So he shows that the desire, the drive, the motive to serve can actually become distorted, right? We can misuse it. We can misuse our desire to serve ourselves instead of serving others. Dr. King also reminds us that when we nurture this instinct, that it can be an incredibly rich resource, a very powerful resource that you can use, that I can use, that all of us can tap into, tap into our greatness. In that sermon, Dr. King reminds us that Jesus confronts his disciples, James and John on their instinct to be first, on their desire to be recognized, their desire to be on the right hand and left hand. We know, we know that what Jesus did was radical. It was positively radical. Like he does so many times, Jesus turned things upside down. Dr. King says that what Jesus did was altogether different. He, that is Jesus, said in substance, Oh, I see. You want to be first. You want to be great. You want to be important, to be significant. Well, you ought to be. If you're going to be my disciple, you must be. But he reordered priorities and he said, yes, don't give up this instinct. It's a good instinct if you use it right. Yes, it's a good instinct if you don't distort it and pervert it. Don't give up. Keep feeling the need for being important. Keep feeling the need for being first. But... But, Jesus said, I want you to be first in love. I want you to be first in moral excellence. I want you to be first in generosity. This is what I want you to do. And so, my favorite book tells us that Jesus was radical because he spoke to his beloved disciples. Dr. King says that Jesus transformed the situation by giving a new definition of greatness. And you know how he said it? Here's what he said. Now, brethren, I can't give you greatness. And really, 
I can't make you first. This is what Jesus said to James and John. You must earn it. True greatness comes not by favoritism, but by fitness. And the right hand and the left are not mine to give. They belong to those who are prepared. And so Jesus gave us a new norm of greatness. If you want to be important, wonderful. If you want to be recognized, wonderful. If you want to be great, wonderful. But recognize that he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. That's a whole new definition of greatness. And the thing I like about it, by giving that definition of greatness, it means that everybody, everybody can be great. Because everybody can serve. You don't have to have a college degree to serve. You don't have to make your subject and verb agree to serve. You don't have to know about Plato and Aristotle to serve. You don't have to know Einstein's theory of relativity to serve. You don't have to know the second theory of thermodynamics and physics to serve. You only need a heart full of grace, a soul generated by love. And you, that's right, you and me, and you can be that servant. You only need a heart full of grace a soul generated by love, and you can be that servant. So now, you know the secret. The secret to serving and serving well. You don't serve to get attention, or to be recognized, or to be first. Oh, no. (laughs) You serve because that's what being in His purpose For your life is all about. Be on purpose in his purpose for your life. That's how I strive to live my life as a daughter of the Most High. That's how I want to live my life. Do I get it right all the time? (laughs) No way. Just ask my husband or my daughter or my sisters, right? But one of the reasons I just love doing this podcast is that it helps me remember who I am and whose I am. It helps me remember who and what is important. It helps me remember that if you want to transform your relationships or your family or your friendships or your team at work or your organization or your community, guess what? (laughs) You first have to transform you. You have to transform yourself. Just as we learned today, one of the best ways to do that is by serving. I want you to ask yourself this question. How am I serving today? 
Am I serving myself or am I serving others? Am I truly serving others? All right. We are here for just a few more minutes. So I want to remind you, if you missed last week's podcast or any part of this week's, you can download the recording and listen to it at your convenience. You can even listen to it on the go. Check it out on iTunes, Audible, Alexa, SoundCloud, iHeart, TuneIn, Spreaker.com, Talk Network Radio, and so many other places. Or you can listen live each week or download the show to listen later. You can do that right here at www.talknetworkradio.com forward slash hosts forward slash legacy living. That's talknetworkradio.com forward slash hosts forward slash legacy living. You can also find me on the TEDx site and listen to one of my TED Talks. Just type in my name to find me there. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me for today's episode. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess, and this is Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. Please join me again next time right here for another podcast, another show of Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. Don't just count the days in your life. Make the days in your life count. That's what Legacy Living is all about. Have a fantastic day and remember, make the days in your life count. God bless you. That's our show today. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess. I hope you'll join me again next time. Until then, don't just count the days in your life. Make the days in your life count. That's what Legacy Living is all about. Here's to you. Have a fantastic day. And be sure to make it a yes kind of day. Remember to celebrate the music of your life. Make the days in your life.